Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership. And let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. I come to save the day. Oh, what a lead-in to today's episode. Uh, If you're listening out there, who does that remind you of? Jeff Conroy. Mighty Mouse? Thank you. Thank you very much. Mighty Mighty Mouse. Mouse. Was it Thunderdog? Underdog? It was Underdog. No, that was Dudley 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 Okay. Whatever. I can't pay the rent. You must pay the rent. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) That was one of the heroes of our childhood. (laughs) Or maybe it was my childhood. Maybe you guys not so much. I don't remember it. (laughs) Too long ago. Yeah, it's too long long ago. ago. But so we grow up knowing about heroes. We aspire to be a hero. And sometimes when we get into leadership, we mix up being a hero with being a good leader. As a leader, if you are thinking maybe this is your problem, do you find yourself constantly taking charge of things when they don't get done? Taking over when they're not being done in a way that you think they ought to be done? You wouldn't be the only one because they think, looking back to our heroes in life, whether it be our daddy, whether it be in our life, or if it's Mighty Mouse or Superman, they always took charge. They always took charge. They saved the day. And this is what great leadership looks like to you. When people, when leaders constantly take charge and they don't know how to show vulnerability or ask for help, What's worse is they think they're doing it right. So, guys, I want to talk about that the hero leader today. And I know that there's different definitions. We're going to get into that. But what kind of an effect does a hero leader have on a team? Let's go to, to Geoff. Geoff, because you're all about fun. And, <laughs> and that it sometimes is not fun. It's not fun for the leader. It is not fun for the leadees. Yeah. Well, I think that it's, it, you're right. And if we're talking about that hero leader in the negative way, because obviously there's going to be a positive to it. You come in and you save the day. But I think that you're talking about that negative aspect where they come in and save the day all the time. And your team doesn't have the opportunity to learn the skill or to actually perform at the level that you as a leader want them to perform at because everybody wants to be the hero in their own story. If you're coming in and saving people, they're no longer the hero. They're now the victim. And that can perpetuate a self-fulfilling prophecy. It could perpetuate the lack of ability to actually get the things done that are required of the job because you're constantly being saved. And it can create a lot of stress, which is a little bit of stress is good. A lot of stress is not so good over time. And it's one of those really challenging, where do you find the balance? Because the job has to get done. But isn't our goal as leaders to help the team get really good at what they do so that they can do it and have it on automatic autopilot so they can get things done? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. Because if we're not, if we're not doing that, then we're hamstringing our team. And no offense, it's be like, hey, running a three-legged race with only one leg. It's just not fun. And hero leaders in this sense of the word are getting the job done. And so they're proud of that. They're getting the job done because they're wearing themselves out. And, but they're not, is that truly being a leader? I guess is the word. So let's go to uh, Dr. Sam. And is that truly being a leader, just getting the job done? I didn't think about it until you described the hero in terms of the superhero style. So those heroes, not one is a leader because there's nobody following them. They're coming in, they're fixing stuff, and then they're flying off in a very literal, imaginary sense. They have admirers. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. They have admirers. Yeah, exactly. Fan base, and maybe you saw some sweet merch, but they don't have a team <laughs> usually. So I was pondering the, uh, the Marvel Universe. I'm not an expert by any means. You think about all those heroes in that pile of Avengers. Is there a leader? That's in- Maybe Captain America. He's got the integrity and he's got a vision for how things ought to be as far as how people should interact. But then everybody else is doing their part. Sometimes independent. And of course, the Iron Man character often gets killed in the end to save other people. What? Sacrifice isn't the same as leadership. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movies. Sorry. (laughs) If you haven't seen that eight-year-old movie, I apologize. Apologize now. No, I don't. It's been that long you haven't seen it. That's on you, frankly. Wow. (laughs) But the heroes, if they see their world and the space to be cleaned up by them, chances are pretty decent. They're not leaving anybody. So I don't think you can be an effective hero and an effective leader. You can be, have heroism in your leadership, but I don't think you can be all hero and still be a leader. What an important point. Thank you for bringing that out because it's not bad to be, have heroic tendencies. And just like my daddy, he was my hero. And, um, I followed him to the end of the earth. But would I have done that if he was always making me feel less than mm-hmm. by taking over? He wanted me to grow. Moms and dads want their kids to grow so they someday get out of the house and do it on their own. That is our task. As leaders, we could look at it that same way. What do you think, Jeff Conway? You were just talking about your son. Yeah, no, I I was once told you should manage like a mom. Moms don't care if you're happy. They just care that you're productive and you're successful and that you're safe. What you're describing, in my opinion, the hero is the typical design for servant leadership. Servant leadership is by definition is leading those who don't know they're being led, is jumping in there and be a part of it, but letting those people be the hero in the story. You're just leading and that's servant leadership. Um, yeah, my son in his senior year of high school, in October, got a progress report and he was getting a D in a class. He's 26. He can deal with this now. And I said, how come you're getting a D in this class? He goes, I'm not turning in my homework. And I go, why aren't you turning in your homework? I got, man, you've only got six, seven months of school left. He goes, just he shrugged his shoulder. And he goes, I didn't feel it. So me as being the good servant leadership went off on him. <laughs> good servant. Good servant. I had to set the baseline. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you cared. You cared. I did. And I told him that now I'm going to get these progress reports on a weekly basis and I'm going to write them like Zorro. And he got out. You just got to trust that the what you're doing with your team is going to come to fruition at some point, just like it did with him. His time was not high school. He wanted out of high school by the time he was a junior. <laughs> he wanted out of high school. But college was his time. And so much so he made Dean's List and he did all sorts of great stuff, as did all my kids. So it's as a leader, being the quote unquote hero is actually showing by example and leading them through the maze that is life, that they will learn good decisions and make good decisions in the future, in my opinion. A great example of of them growing through your leadership. And isn't that sometimes leaders need to be able to jerk a knot in their tail to be able to get them going in the right direction. The hero leader wants to get in. If he would have got in there and done his work for him, because you can't have that, that would have, that's a really good analogy of, and you would have had his best interest in mind. Sure. But you would have been doing it for him. But as leaders, you have to do the hard stuff. And I was just recently asked, um, if you have to give bad news, can you give bad news? How do you take that? And my response was, it's not so much the news you're giving, but how you're delivering it. And you can either tear them down or, like I said before, show them the way through life and support them. And does it get tough sometimes? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It can get tough. Anybody who's raised kids knows that. Or as my wife would say, anybody who's raised her husband knows that. (laughs) Well, and so far we have talked about the effect of hero leadership has on the people that we're leading, which overall, it's a negative effect. They back off. They they quit engaging. They may even lose interest in their job if they constantly feel like they can't do it. They're not getting any help and the leader just wants to do it all. But look, let's look for a minute. What does this do to the hero leader? How are they feeling when they think they're doing everything right? And people start backing off. They start, they're mistrusting them and they just push harder and harder. They just keep doing more and more to prove that they're a good leader. What does that do to really aspiring leaders that could be great? If they there's just a great, there's a great film on this topic where the leader is expressing some real concern over how their work is not being appreciated. Okay. The movie is Incredibles. Bob Parr, the uh, incredible being interviewed, that uh, says it's like, uh, it's like people don't want a nice place. You know, just clean this place up. Can we just have it, keep it nice for 10 minutes? <laughs> and so I think when there's people who see themselves as a hero in their organization, that's how they feel. So I'm doing all this work and you people don't appreciate me. Why don't you all get up and do something on your own? And so there's this resent of the folks that should be leading, but they're not. They're browbeating because they're not being revered in the way that they think they should, when in fact, arguably, they should instead turn their energy into empowering their people rather than proving that they can do all things to everybody and then get exhausted, burned out, and resentful. Oh, that is so powerful. Jeff Geyer, do you have any, take this to the next level. Take this as next. Tell me what happens to leaders that won't recognize this, keep pushing, Versus what happens to the ones that wake up to it? And I know that you've personally coached some that have done that, that wake up to the fact 
that this is not working because it's not the right way. Yeah, that though, this is a great topic. And I think you started early on, Myra, talking about it. It depends upon what definition of hero or heroic we're talking about. And on the on the negative side, yeah, if you're the charismatic, goal-scoring superstar that you put your team on your back and cross the finish line and all that, you keep doing that. And what's going to happen, you're going to get really tired at first is the first thing. But second, you're going to turn around at some point and wonder where your team went because they'll be gone. It's that I'm their leader. Which way did they go? Kind of mentality. You're just going to be by yourself. You may be the hero and you're going to be very lonely. And I've seen that number numbers of times. I've experienced it a little bit on my own. I always thought the old axiom that the view is much better from the top of the mountain. Yeah. If you climb that mountain by yourself, who are you going to share the view with? It really doesn't make any difference. That that kind of thing. That's the negative side of it. The positive side, and I think we're, it was, golly, probably 10 or 15 more, maybe even more years, 20 years ago, Jim Collins wrote that book about good to great and talked about different leadership styles. So in, in that sense, so let's say I'm generalizing here, 20, 30 years ago, very autocratic leadership was around. It's in back in the Jack Welch days and that very top down driven, very, I think heroic maybe. And we're in a, what I would say post heroic leadership time now where the heroes of the story today are all the people on the team. It's not the leader. You as the leader become a guide, I I would say, as opposed to the hero. And here's the thing about that. When we're talking about leaders and I'm talking to the leader that's listening to this podcast, that you cannot be the hero and the guide in your own story. You have to be one or the other. And the truth is, we all as human beings want to be the hero. We all have that desire to win. So what you need is, and here's the shameless plug for coaches, what you need is a guide. And that's what coaching is all about. We help people attain the things that they otherwise couldn't because you cannot be the hero and the guide in your, at the same time in your own story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. We're all sitting here with our mouth hanging open. That that was so well said. And I hope if you're listening, if you're listening (laughs) to this, I hope that you think about that because it is just, it's not right that you're out there pushing and doing everything you know of and it's not working. That's, that is just not right. Especially when there's people, people here to help you because you deserve better than that. You deserve better than that. You deserve to have a life as a leader that everybody wins. And I think there's a book about that too. Oh, I know. I remember. It's a leader of Remax. Everybody wins. He, that's, that was his philosophy when he wrote that book. Myron, it's, I can jump in there quick too. It, it, that, that is the absolute truth that you're the hero or you want to be the hero and you just can't get it done and you're not getting the results you want or the people aren't listening and you're the leader and all of that. And you get to the point where you go, I've tried everything I know how to do. And what people are saying when they say that is that there is nothing else to do. And let me tell you, folks, that is not the truth. There is always something else to do. You just don't know what it is. And I'm back to that. You can't be the guide and the hero in your same story. So 
if you, when you get to the point, and you will if you have this kind of leadership style, when you get to the point where you feel like you've tried everything and there just isn't anything else to do, that's your indicator. And there's been many more, but this is the probably the last one you're going to get before you crash and burn. That's the indicator that you need a guide. You need somebody to help you out. You can't use the same thinking you have today that got you into this mess to get you out. Yeah, I'm I, I love- passionate about that, man. Don't burn out. Don't figuratively die on this mountain because you think you need to be the hero and that you've tried everything under the sun to, to win. You haven't. There's all kinds of other things. You need a guide to help you. Even Lewis and Clark needed a guide to help them find the Pacific Ocean, for goodness sakes. It's a whole big ocean. ocean. It's a whole ocean. Yeah. (laughs) And and it should should be easy to find, right? You would think. They rock into it. Yeah. Just go that way. No, they needed a guide. (laughs) And that's a good analogy because it may not be the destination. It's how to get there. That is the most important. So I love what Dr. Sam always says is you can't read the label from inside the box. You just can't. So this has been a great, I could talk about this for hours because I'm very passionate about it. And I think if I have to repeat, you cannot be the leader and the guide or the hero and the guide in your own story. That is applicable to your people as well. They don't need a hero. They need a guide. That that phrase is a trademark by Phoenix Coaching and Jeff Geyer, not to be used without (laughs) Former prior written commission. We need to have a talk after we get over this. That's just, just saying. So wait, you're saying that you cannot be the Tri-Valley Karate Kid champion without Mr. Miyagi. Absolutely. I just want to make that clear. Okay. That's okay. A, and that's another great example. And actually every story you'll, movie you'll ever watch, or generally, or if they're interesting at all, will follow that. The hero is not the strong one. The guide is a strong one. The guide brings the hero up to their potential. That's our role as leaders of groups is to bring our little band of heroes up to their potential so they can turn around and do it again. Yep. So you you guys have any parting thoughts that you want to share? This has been a wisdom sharing wonder. This is, this is, you guys really stepped up to the plate on this one. Do you have anything else that you'd like to leave? If you want to be the hero in your own story, help others be the hero in their story. Yeah. yeah I'll leave it that. That's good. Perfect. Mic, Mic drop. That's good. On, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. So, Dr. Sam, tell them in three short ways how they can get the help they need. Three short steps. Three short steps to get the help you need. The help that you're seeking, hopefully, by listening to this episode, is this notion of being the hero, being the leader, and of course, getting your people to where you need to go. So, thing one, take a step back and observe your behavior. That will help you identify where you're the hero and where you're the leader. Step two is to examine further how that affects your team. Not just what it happens, but how do people respond to that? Step three is confirm what you think you think, asking somebody else, not through direct reports, not your boss, somebody outside the organization who can do an assessment if necessary, or even listen to your accounting of your own observations to help you identify if which is more likely than not accurate. They also can help you point out those blind spots and identify where you can continue to improve. Do that. You can email us. You can find us on social media. We have all the information in our show notes. Ask us at leadershipdx.co is our email. Let us know what you're up to. Share your story. We want to hear it. 
Okay. We will certainly want to serve you in the best way possible. And I'll just add to that for one thing, become aware, observe, reach out. Is, does that summarize it well? That's the one. Yeah. Become aware, reach out and or reach out. become aware, observe and reach out <laughs> because we are all here to help you. We're passionate about you becoming the hero in your own story. And with that said, wishing you the biggest cape in the world in your own story. We're going to, we're going to sign off for this time and really appreciate you tuning in and look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.